0: Online and on your mobile, from the UK to the world. This is Diverse FM.
1: Hello and welcome. You're listening to Robin and Friends, a podcast featuring highlights from some of our best shows on Diverse FM. It may contain some cheeky chats too,
0: so enjoy. Hello, welcome to the podcast. I'm Robin of Robin and Friends. This week, we're talking about studying um, in the university. We'll talk about it a little bit, uh, a little bit about that, like studying abroad in the first series of the podcast. But this time we're talking about studying masters because I'm now studying Master's in Cardiff University, as you may have no one. And um, I have met so many great friends, and it's just fascinating to know people from around the world, walking together, studying together. And I got one of her classmates who has been on this podcast before. Um, she's Kate Lane and she has been talking about coronavirus outbreak with me in the previous episode. But I invite her back on the podcast, because I really want to hear how she thinks about the things that she learned and about the money that she paid for the for the courses right let's just um get uh, caitlin on the podcast shall we this is um lovely lovely friend caitlin power and currently staying in the countryside in somewhere in england Uh, hello welcome to the podcast again caitlin thank you so much for your time
1: (laughs) hi thank you so much for having me back
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's really great to have you to listen to hear your voices there i mean you sound so positive i'm happy to hear from you um Tell us a bit more about uh, what you have been studying, because I know I know exactly what we have been studying. Just put my hands in the air, but just I really want to hear from you. E.
1: So uh, obviously we're classmates on the Masters in International Journalism at Cardiff University. Uh, it's a one-year course, and um, it's basically train. It's a mix of sort of academic and journalistic training uh, to kind of get a master's qualification and learn the trade really so you can specialize in three different things that's documentary making broadcasting and multimedia which is sort of all digital news content um and you and i both do the broadcasting pathway so we do a lot of radio and tv together um and then outside of that we have optional modules so i don't know what you do you've been doing this term but i've been doing in the editor's chair so that's learning about how to lead uh as a journalist on a magazine or on a publication. Uh, but also how that you can sort of self-promote and be confident in yourself as a business person. Mm. Um, but I don't know what you've been doing. What's your module been?
0: I'm doing communicating courses. It's basically a, a course to tell uh, tell us how to do it, how to make up a campaign, like we're campaigning for better transport or something else. And so it's quite amazing. I, I love it. I love it. I think it's quite interesting to see how people, um, you know, construct a campaign from the very beginning like from the ideas to to actually standing on the streets or uh, giving out the leaflets or setting up a website that kind of stuff so I think that's really really uh, interesting for me to, to 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 learn but it's sometimes you know the, uh, the assignment is quite difficult getting us to <laughs> to do a strategy um it's like a document um like just two months into the course I, I haven't learned much about that though to be honest um but I love it right Okay, so you have been studying the master for about um, a, a little bit more than half a year, a little bit more than six mm-hmm. months, and the course is quite intensive. So, what have you been in, in, enjoying in this in this course? What is the most favorite part of yours?
1: Well, I really, I do really enjoy the intensive part. I came here kind of wanting to experience that sort of fast-paced life and working and working hard because. My undergraduate degree was in English literature, which I loved. I mean, I enjoy reading a lot. I've always loved discussing and talking about books, but um, it was it was kind of sitting there reading books and then having a chat about it, which is not a bad thing. But it's it's not the most fast paced uh, situation to be in. So I really wanted to in, sort of learn how to produce news quickly. And I'm I mean I could barely work a camera before we like as in like if taking a photo camera before we started this course so um the nice thing has I really enjoyed broadcasting and learning how to use lots of scary technical equipment um and then how to adapt it and I think what's something we've definitely both appreciated I would I speak for you here I would say but we've had to learn very quickly how to do the mobile journalism thing in this sort of time of coronavirus where we're not we no longer sort of rely on Sony NX3 film cameras or a morantz radio kit. We have to work with what we've got. Yes. Um, and I think those are tools that we've been getting uh, that really benefit us um, and learning to think on our feet and learning the rules and learning, this is how you produce a news story. This is how many words it should be. But then thinking further than just that and how you can make it your own uh, and communicate stories Um it has been awesome to do. So I've really, really enjoyed that.
0: Is it difficult for you, then? I, I find it quite difficult for you. For for me, sorry, for me to keep up with the pace of the courses. Sometimes, especially in the second semester, we have been doing something called production dates. Literally, we need to um to produce the news, whether it's a radio, um or, or T V or online content at what well, on that day. I found it quite quite challenging for me and especially when I'm trying to go out to find the stories and to interview people, to get all these things back on time and online on time as well. I think it's quite it's quite challenging. How how do you think?
1: Oh it is challenging. Um and as we've discussed before, I'm a very Taipei person. I like to know where I'm going with things <laughs> and what's the plan. So trusting that the story will pan out in the way that we plan, that people will turn up, that people will be there. Um, I've realized that very much I've now taken the attitude of nothing certain until it's recorded. <laughs> 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 There's no, like, I might have a story, but I'll probably have about two backups these days um, just in case it all goes very wrong. And I have to start from square one again, but I, I love, story finding i actually had a really lovely patch i was doing i was covering adams down and
0: um,
1: in the city and i know you don't have to stick to patches but i tried really hard to get to know my patch um and i thought i i think one of the best moments was i thought i'd found a really easy story i was like oh fly chipping is getting really bad in this area (laughs) great pictures uh woman's upset here's a social community groups who are doing some really cool things to like combat that and make people feel better about the area they live in. Um, and, uh, I thought I'd chosen a really easy story that week. I was like, you know what, TV, I'll go, I'll go simple. It'll be less stressful. And my God, it was so stressful, (laughs) (laughs) but it turned out out really well. It turned out really well. Um, and I really enjoyed it. And the people I was speaking to were all really warm, which made it an even lovelier experience. Um, but it became a significantly more complicated story than I had originally planned um, uh, due to people making allegations about the, the landowner who had supposedly burnt the building that was there down for the insurance. And he was now in prison and there, was no de- there were no details of him. So wow. I was trying to find a statement from them and I couldn't find anything. Um, so it was a very, so something that should have been a really easy, oh, people are really mad about this. <laughs> But this is what they're doing, turned into this complicated. (laughs) So, um, I think yeah, that it's a challenge. But I think the thing that makes me feel confident in wanting to go into journalism is that yes, it is stressful, uh, and sometimes you do want to literally yell, "Oh my god, I hate people," (laughs) because because of the disorder. But with it, at the same time, producing something every week. I don't know about you, but I really enjoyed that and i think that was a really positive thing to know that no matter how hard it got i was really proud at the end of it and i was really happy and i don't know whether that's sort of sadistic that i find joy in the challenge (laughs) to that extent but i enjoyed it
0: i mean it's great i mean i heard because i haven't had that the experience like yours. I mean, literally, you are becoming like investigative journalist right now. Um, li- <laughs> l- listening to your story, it's not just about reporting a a dirty life topic. It's more about like I- investing some some crime. I mean, it's just it is good. It just like it's it's much more than you expected at the beginning of everything. Um, is it is it something that you want to do as a as a job in the future possibly, kate
1: Maybe I'd love it in some ways, but um, I don't know. I think the thing is that I love speaking to people and the big lesson was that things are not as simple as you'd expect them to be and the smallest person story I think I found there's so much depth to it mm. um, and I still follow this woman on Facebook who was upset about the fly tipping uh, and she's the loveliest woman so warm and uh, you keep in contact with her and you find all these amazing other things she does so she was talking so she's currently making face masks at home for people who were looking for them during wow. the coronavirus season and she's just got a little sewing machine and her cat and she's just like found some fun sort of old um bed sheets that have like cartoon characters on them mm. <laughs> and she's making face masks and this is just this sort of like it's just woman she's relatively she's not ordinary and ordinary in like the negative sense but she's just a resident of Cardiff um and I think that's what I've really enjoyed is that sort of almost investigating but on a really simple level, actually just finding out how all the different dimensions because we are all three dimensional we don't you can't put us in a no you can't put anyone in a box um, and finding out the smallest things can make some of the most amusing
0: stories i i I just feel like you got really better stories than I do, and I spoke to <laughs> no. oh don't don't do that but i I spoke to a coffee shop owner in Khanda for a story about a chinese restaurant um on that street has been has been taken to court because you know the people accusing that one person. It was ac- an
1: incredible story.
0: Yeah, it's an incredible story. But what I'm saying is that the process of reporting that story, that uh, speaking to the, um, the the owner of the Chinese restaurant, and speaking to him outside the court, and he just he just told me, and his family also told me, they're saying you are the only, like only Chinese people. Obviously, I'm not. But I'm just saying, you the only Chinese people that care about situation. Obviously, I know many of people living around the area from China or have Chinese, uh, originality. Don't not all be focusing on the situation. They want to know the and uh, what's happening. But I'm just say they they're happy to see uh, people from China looking into the in- issue into Chinese restaurant in the Cardiff in different countries, They're happy about that. And when I spoke to the yeah. coffee shop owner on the same street, um, Kim, he who that's the name of the uh, shopping uh the coffee shop owner. She said. Uh, she said, don't worry about um, finding a story. I mean, she said, just keep my contact. If I know some stories that you might be of your interest, I'll, I'll let you know. And when I finished recording a sh- very short interview with her, she um it's she, in the coffee shop. She gave me a, a, a cake saying, um, do you want to have some cake before rush back to the uni? I said, yeah, sure. How much is it? And she said, don't worry. That's what she said. I mean oh that's so lovely I mean I, 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 I paid finally I paid because I don't I don't think it's it's, it's good for me to take that but, but she's very nice yeah. very kind and she um, she just said uh, don't worry about you know time or anything I'm happy to have to answer your questions as, as much as I could and just just take your time because I'm a little bit worried and nervous about you know going out and, and reporting for the first time that's my first story and i just like I don't know what will happen but she is really really nice people so I think the biggest biggest thing i learned from this course is people are really nice and people are sometimes not as scary as you as i think
1: (laughs) no exactly and um it applies all the way up and it's that kind of obviously we've all had to deal with if someone holds someone accountable you've got to get the statements from both sides and you did amazing what about welsh government didn't you but that whole sort of you realize that even on the higher ups and different levels People aren't as scary. And I, I, one of the first stories I worked on was Cardiff Bus. Yeah. And um, contacting them was a nightmare. But when you eventually get something, uh, you realize that everyone want, has something to say and wants to be heard, whether it's recorded or a statement. Mm-hmm. And um, if, you, if, you, if you're kind to people and you're polite to people, you often get in return a positive response.
0: I love it. I just literally, because when I'm looking back at what I have been doing like you do, um, I I just feel like people are, sometimes they they are willing to say something like you mentioned, and they have their concern raised about a certain issue, it's just sometimes people, they don't really get hurt. I know my friends living together in the same flat from different countries, they are worrying about some certain issue. For example, they, um, they, the drug people outside the accommodation shouting at around like 2 a.m., which is quite annoying mm-hmm. because they can't falling asleep. They, they have that kind of issue, concern about the situation, but they just got nowhere to, to speak to. I mean, if, if my job in the future could be the person who can listen to those people with that, well, it could be like small concern. You can call it small, but actually yeah. it's quite like have a huge impact in that daily life that I'm, I'm, I'm really happy to do that job. I think that's one of the best job I could do. So I think really doing masters for me is more about eye opening, you know, seeing cultures in different countries, people living on under different culture, how they work on things um, in their daily life. And also trying to solve problems using my um, little energy to, so- to solve other people's problems. I, I just feel like this is fascinating
1: yeah no it's an amazing thing and you kind of realize that sort of like when you share those stories other people often identify the fly tipping one um over the weekend because obviously we do our news production days we do our news days on a thursday um and you we obviously tweet our stories afterwards and during the day as well um and i got a huge amount of comments from people talking about all of the issues they have with their different sort of streets and the sort of tidiness in there Mm. and There was a real sense of anger and upset about it, which was um, Really important and I was kind of I felt sort of touched that people thought I'd done it all right Because as I said, I thought it was going to be a simple story and it turned out to be significantly harder to tell (laughs) Um, But in that process it had made other people find a place where they could talk about it, too um and it all goes back to you share a story particularly on sort of a digital platform and it can touch so many other people and allow them to relate to it and i think that's really important as well
0: yeah i love it i i I do love your your analysis on this one so i think that's that's really great because you you obviously you observe more than I do. i mean that's that's great. I mean I should do more, to be honest. The final question could be tricky. I promise you there was a tricky question. About, you know, yeah. you paid a lot of money for the education for the one year master. I paid a lot of money. Do you think the money yeah. you paid is, is, is worthy?
1: I'd say it I, I'd say it is. Um, there are moments when I think we could be pushed harder. I would have <laughs> I think I was surprised by how relaxed last term was. Um And I think I felt a little let down that we hadn't been pushed even harder and like assessed more, Um, because I I, came—I mean, I came to Cardiff to learn um, and to really get to know the journalism world, and we have, and we have. But I feel I haven't been able to apply it as much as I would have liked to. While we have the support of the mentors that we do, who are all brilliant, and I'm. Don't know if you agree, but I find the staff on our course know so much and are so open to the way journalism changes as well, so I feel like it's worth it for so many reasons uh not just to get the training but to interact with people who would really know their stuff and know that the world is changing and how to change with it mm. um, and the assessments that we've had, the feedback that we've had has been really um really like really useful and i feel like it's built me up as someone uh but i just think it's a shame that for example we only learned how to write one feature that was assessed um and we only learned how to do one sort of reflective blog post um and one media watch column and learning to do that more often i think would have been an even better situation to be in but i mean i think you've spent i think Overseas students pay more, so I think I'm
0: in the minority way. <laughs> 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 One of the reasons I ask that is because I, I pay literally twice as you do, but there's, there's nothing right. wrong with that because of policy or anything. But it's just because I I think for me, it's more about what I got from this experience here in the UK. I spent around like six months here and by the time we record this conversation. And what well, I feel like is... It's, it's ex- is I spend most of the time wisely. I use the time to do something really important. I used the time to, to work on the project that I should be working on, and, and I think I spent time, um, in a, in a great way. I did a lot of stuff, and not just about studying the courses, doing an assignment. They are important, of course, but I also spent time working in a radio station, presenting radio shows, to get well the first hand experience that way. And I spent time doing podcasts in two languages, and spending time doing other shows in different, pla- different places as well. And of course, in the meantime, learning strategies and skills. Um, so I just feel like it's not just about the money I paid. Obviously, I paid a lot. I mean, twice as you paid, which is fine. But um, as long as I used the time wisely, I wouldn't say I I waste the money. I wouldn't say I waste the time. And I'm happy about the experience. but to be honest with you, I'm I'm a little bit struggling with some English here. I just feel like I should be speaking um slower and um thinking about it thoroughly.
1: Don't even. Your English is so much better than like any experience I've had of me trying to learn languages or most British people trying to learn other languages in general. Uh you speak English brilliantly.
0: Oh, thank you so much, Caitlin. Uh, you're very, very kind. Um, I, I'm still. I got lots to learn. Um, not just about English language, about literature, about history. Lots to learn about. Um, but thank you so much for your time, Caitlin.
1: Thank you so much. It's been so lovely speaking to you.
0: And you too. That's Caitlin on the line talking about um, basically what 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 the life could be like starting a master degree in the UK. Right. Let's um, just cut it out short there. And thank you so much for listening. If you have been studying abroad, if you have been studying. Maybe not bored, just studying a master in your country. Feel free to let me know how, how, that, how that sounds like, how that looks like, how you feel about it. And do you feel that the money you paid is, is worthy? Do get in touch? Um at foxmail.com. You can also find us on social media, as usual, Um, at Devs.fm on, on Twitter or at Devs.fm on Weibo. I'll see you very much soon in the next episode. But until then, bye-bye. Thanks for listening. To find out
1: more, check out our website, diversefm.weebly.com or email diverse.fm at foxmail.com Until next time This is Diverse, Diverse FM, FM.